Well, what a week. What a year we had this week. <laughs> it's like a whole week. Like we went through a whole year this last past week. Yes, it's been some everything. It's been a mess, I tell you. But now we're back. Now we, uh, we've spring is right around the corner, like tomorrow. I was just fixing to say that seven degrees we had today is more like Southeast Texas, honey. Yes, I'm <laughs> telling you, I tell you, great. I'm glad I didn't. You guys can get in the busted pipes and nobody froze the death in your family. But we had a. I mean, it, it, it. We, we, we'll get to that subject one day soon. We have a, we have a show on that. Talk about that. Right, we're going to just have to talk about all the failures and the breakdown yeah. uh, wow. with uh, Greg Abbott and the rest of these people at ERCOT and who all ever yeah. else we need to fire and get rid yeah, of. Yeah, they lying. So. But anyway, <laughs> uh, well, Francis, uh, how are your past week? Um, you know what? My week was pretty good. You mm -hmm. know, we weathered the storm. I still had to go in and work and everything. But, you know, all good on our end. Okay. Jasper got about four or five inches of snow. Wow. wow. Oh. Well, well, LaDonna, you have a you have a gig on Sunday, on Wednesday, right? Yes, we do. So we are very pleased to announce that our programming that we had for last Wednesday with um, Stacey Lewis Jr. and Albert Turner, what's going to happen is we're going to move that group to um, Wednesday. So the the, the, the schedule programming that we had, um, it's going to be this Wednesday at Nails Sports Bar and Grill. That's 2820 Washington Boulevard. And it'll be like a little meet and greet. And people will get to uh, come out and speak with the candidates. And we'll have uh, gumbo. And we'll have like a little forum where they can kind of chit chat. And we're looking forward to that. Great, great, great. Let me let all our, our listeners and uh, to know that uh, Knowledge is Power Podcast Live is now available on Facebook, Spotify, iHeartRadio, YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Google Play, and also iTunes. So if you want to listen to a show, you can go to one of those sites and uh, you will and search for Knowledge is Power Podcast Live. Yes, Knowledge is Power Podcast Live is a platform to share important information by educating Southeast Texas African-American communities with viable information on health, education, finance, politics, and business. We pride ourselves on keeping our hand on the pulse of the community. We're bringing you everything that's going on in and around the Jefferson County area, and we are super excited about our guest tonight. We have Audwin Samuel from Ward. Three. Seven, three. Three, yes. Yes. I knew so you were going to have a problem with that. that. We're looking forward to that tonight. And yeah, we're going to be speaking with Ardwin Samuel. He's an uh, incumbent from uh, War Three, the Beaumont City Councilman, uh, and for this coming May uh, election. So we want it, we're going to get pumped up and ready for those to know your candidates and, uh, and get out and put out the vote. So we'll bring our big time guests right after this.
to Knowledge is Power Podcast Live with your host, Tony Redford, and my co-host, Madonna Sherwood and Francis Lawkins. Knowledge is Power Podcast Live starts now. Big shout out to some of our listeners already. I love King Liam Rafford and uh, Lillian Brown, Lady D. Allen. Arlene, I'm I'm messing up this word. I'm chopping it up today. Terry Roy and Stacy Lewis Jr. Guys, I thank you guys for being a, a listener. Just want to give you a shout out. Let you know we hear you, we see you. You got any comments? Drop it in the comment box. Arwood Samuel, our guest tonight on Knowledge's Power Podcast Live, Beaumont City Councilman of Ward Three. Hello, Arwood. Good evening, Tony. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Great, great. Lady Ladonna, Miss Larkin. Good, Good, evening. Good evening. Same. Yes. Great, man. I'm glad to have you. Hello, hello. My mic was muted. Hello, guys. Oh, wait. That's, that's on you. That's that's usual, but that's <laughs> that's have that's chop it up with my cousin Arwen Samuel. And Arwen, you are let, let everybody know who Arwen Samuel is, but we all know, but let's look hear a little bit there. Well, uh I'm uh a guy from, uh, uh, I was born in Newton, Texas, 1954. What? Yeah, I'm a Newton boy, country boy. <laughs> I came Probably to related. And yes, I came to Beaumont okay. with my parents. <laughs> they were both teachers. So um, they couldn't get a, a job in the same city because that was a colored school district. Uh, so uh, my father came to Beaumont. My mother, she went to Carthage. And eventually, the whole family was able to come to Beaumont. And I've been in Beaumont pretty much since that time. I uh, went to the local high school, Beaumont Independent School District, graduated from Beaumont High in 72, uh, went on Lamar University where um, I matriculated there and played football at Lamar. And um, I went on from there to Thurgood Marshall School of Law. And um, J.W. Albert is one person that uh, was a friend of the family and he said, to whom much is given, much is required. Uh, you've been given a lot by Beaumont. It's time for you to give back. And that's when I got involved, ran for the Beaumont Independent School District Board of the uh, Trustees. Uh, I was successful with that. And uh, I served on the school board until they dissolved BISD. They dissolved the school district. We had a majority on, uh, well, it was moving toward a majority. They were, uh, dissolved the district and then attached the Beaumont Independent School District to the South Park Independent School District. But they used the South Park Independent School District Board uh, to run the school district at that time. So rather than uh, seeking re-election to the school board, I ran for city council. And um, I had the, uh, I've been working with several folks in the community before that, like your Sonny Perkins and Tobe Duhon and Murray Frank and some of Al Price, those guys. Um, and they gave me the opportunity to get involved. And I got involved and uh, I enjoyed it. And I felt like that was my calling. And I went on the Beaumont, uh, on the Beaumont City Council in 1984. And uh, I stayed there pretty much from that time, with the exception of six years, I was out. Uh, I left to run for uh, another office, and uh, I came back 
Uh, I was appointed to the school, uh, to the council, and I've been back since then. That's Odwin in a nutshell. <laughs> I've served the city pretty much Francis. most of my life. Well, uh, Mr. Samuel, I'm sitting here in awe knowing that you are a country boy. I am not surprised at all as you are one of my very favorite council members. I, I thoroughly enjoy um, seeing you on Tuesdays, um, you know, take care of your community. Can you tell me a little bit before I ask my first question, where your ward actually runs? So we, so our listeners can have an idea of who, you, where, what coverage it belongs to Ottawa Samuel. Sure, sure. Uh, I have everything from south, uh, from the mobile refinery, all through the south end, all uh, down uh, downtown to the river, all the way back to the LNVA canal in the north. Then I move over, 4th Street is the dividing line for me on the south uh, west. So 4th Street is my dividing line and Washington Boulevard is also my dividing line. Okay. I have the largest district in the city of Beaumont. Uh, Ward 3 is the largest district. But it goes from the south end to the north end, all the way over to 4th Street uh, and the downtown area. Okay. So tell us um, why you are seeking re-election. Well, uh, again, I do believe to whom much is given, much is required. And I've, uh, I now believe that right now we're in some very trying times. We're in some times that there's a lot of division within our city, within our community. And um, there are those that would like to put us on the back, my community, Ward 3, um, in the back burner. And uh, I believe it's the time that we need uh, experience, uh, someone that understands the process. Uh, some folks say the game. Uh, and sometimes it is a game. Uh, so it's not, there's a lot of undercurrents that people don't see, people don't understand. And sometimes it takes just uh, having seen a thing or two to understand a thing or two. So um, I just feel like uh, now is not the time for me to walk away. Uh, and I have a lot of fight left. There are too many fights out there for our community, uh, and there are too many obstacles out there attempting to disrupt the progress that we are making in unifying our city and bettering our city. Yes, sir. I, I want to speak to the point of you saying like now is not the time for change, really, um, because I completely agree with you. Considering the climate of our community right now, I do believe that we we do, you know, it is important to have that experience um, because it's such a tender time. So completely agree. Well, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's not a time for change, but it's not a time for blanket change all at once. Skill set uh, do you bring in addition to experience? Pardon me? Can well, you guys can hear me? Can you state that question again? Yeah, I was going to say, in addition to experience, can you tell us what skills do you bring? Well, <laughs> I, I say this, one of the uh, most important skills I bring is my analytical skills. Uh, I've been a practicing attorney, a trial lawyer for uh, over 25 years. And that means I understand that uh, some things you can pick up just on the fly, 
but uh, I, I always believe you have to be prepared. You have to study. And there's a method in which you have to study. And uh, that's what a lot of people don't see. The time that uh, I have to spend in study. Uh, we have a budget. This is our budget binder. Uh, I, you know, I have to understand it. I have to know the process. I have to know the rules. One of the things is they kept, try to catch certain people with the rules or not understanding the rules. So I have to understand the rules in order to stay in the game because I've seen too many people uh, taken out uh, because of that. Um, and by understanding the rules and uh, the rules of engagement, um, along with the fact that, you know, I've served uh, on the national level and on the state level with uh, our national organization. I was the president of the National Black Caucus of Local Elected Officials. And I, I don't say that just for boasting. I say that because the relationships that I've built uh, over time on the national and state level, that has allowed me to learn things that's ordinarily passed on with your colleagues in the uh, district in which you live or the city in which you live uh, or the state in which you live. Uh, but I didn't have a U.S. representative that were, would call me up and share with me how to get through the red tape in Washington or how to get through things in, in Austin. But it was through uh, the caucuses, the National Black Caucus of Local Elected Officials, the Texas Association of City Council members, the uh, black members of that association. So it's the relationships that go along with the experience and the knowledge. Councilman uh, Alvin Samuel, what are the major issues facing Beaumont? Uh, I would say public works and public, public safety. When I say public works, uh, one of the most crucial things that we have to continue to work on is our water and sewer and our uh, streets and drainage. Mm -hmm. Those are two systems. It's like the veins in our body. It's like our central nervous system or our digestive system. These are systems that allow us to continue to operate on a day-to-day -day basis. And it can't be taken for granted. Uh, the city of Beaumont is an old city and we have old pipes, old uh, uh, lines that we're continuously uh, replacing, and uh, we will never catch up with it because as one area, as we implement new lines, new sewer systems, new water system, put new pipes in, there's another part of the city where the older pipes are begun, beginning to deteriorate. So it's an ongoing process, and that's not something that's just unique to Beaumont. That's something that uh, is uh, happening across the state, and it's across the country. And from my service and talking with other council members across the country, across the state, uh, we fare much better than many. Uh, not to say we don't have things to uh, gain. We don't have a long way to go. Yes, we do. But we, uh, it, I've seen worse. Francis. Yes. So, um, and I what makes you the better candidate for this seat? Okay, repeat that because you're breaking up a little bit. I'm sorry about that. Um, as I stated, 
I've already come to my conclusion, but what makes you the better candidate for this seat? My knowledge of the system, my knowledge of the workings, my knowledge of the departments, my knowledge of how the city council works with the city manager and the administrative offices, and my ability to even look beyond uh, those that I work with on a day-to-day -day basis, uh, I, can, uh, I can pick up the phone and call uh, Commissioner uh, Rodney Ellis over in Houston or uh, Sylvester Turner over in Houston because we, we know each other. We've known each other for years. I can call Washington, D.C. and speak to Sheila Jackson Lee if I can't get in touch with my congressman here. Or, so it's relationships and the knowledge. Uh, you know, one of the things uh, as a member of the National Black Caucus of Local Elected Officials, there's a school that we have courses on uh, the seven areas in which any city has to deal with, whether it be budget and finance, public safety, crime prevention, uh, transportation, infrastructure, uh, technology, communications. There are there are courses that's available that I've taken advantage of uh, to better serve my community. Many of the ideas that I get uh, or I submit to our city manager or to the council, those are not ideas that came from Odwin's head necessarily. Those are ideas that I've seen in workshops on our national and state level, and I see, I've seen it work in other cities. And I say, why not Beaumont? And I will connect our city staff here in Beaumont with the staff where there's been a successful program implemented. And we've been able to do that over time. Uh, for example, not too many other uh, cities face the natural disasters that we face. So I was asked to come to Washington and testify before Congress about some of the problems that uh, existed with FEMA in getting our, our help here. Um, uh, in some of the storm, previous storms. And as a result of that, uh, some of them took what we did right uh, to implement in their cities because uh, we don't have to wait in Beaumont. We don't have to wait for help from FEMA before we begin to recuperate, whether before we begin to clean up our city and get trees cut, get things off the street and work on some of the uh, 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 failures that we've experienced because we have a good fund balance because our city uh, manager has been prudent in uh, preparing our budgets. So we have that to do and we just wait for reimbursement from the national and state government uh, as it comes down, but we don't wait for them to get to do the work. So those are all, I, I say it's the relationships and the understanding of who you can reach and how you have to go about reaching them. You know, War Three uh, is in need of so many things, mm -hmm. um, and and it's. I know you mentioned that uh, the city is Beaumont. It's an old city, and we've got old infrastructure. Uh, what is going to take to to make an improvement in War Three in those areas? I think it's going to take. Maintaining a focus, we have to, uh, it took me a, a while to learn to somewhat ignore some of the distractions. Um, 
that was one, as soon as they came on, the first thing they did was eliminated the city working with the school district in uh, providing lunches in uh, Magnolia Park for the kids for the summer uh, youth program. That was destroyed. Uh, we had uh, uh, an agreement, an intergovernmental agreement with BISD to help them with uh, street crossings to make sure our children were safe. That was eliminated because uh, there were some on council didn't feel like that was a position of the city to do. Along with that, uh, little things like taking basketball goals out of the parks, uh, lowering the goals in certain areas so that uh, we, it would distract us from going to the parks. Um, so we, we also had a uh, mentorship program, a tutorial program. We were working with BISD in a contract, uh, the Senior Corps, where the city helped fund uh, uh, volunteer seniors who retired teachers that would go into the schools to, to, tour, to tutor our young people. They felt there was some that came in and felt that that's the job of the school district and not the city. But those were working relationships where we both saw our kids, not BISD kids, but our kids, the kids of Beaumont. So those were the distractions that we continue to see. And when you are focused on the fires that's being spit around you, you lose focus on the overall goal in front of you. And I think that's one of the things we have to get back to, focusing on the goals for the entire city of Beaumont and not having to deal with these distractions uh, uh, going on around us. Can you tell us a little? Okay, go ahead, LaDon, I'm sorry. Can you tell us a little bit about the city council government setup how does the um, city and the council work together? Yeah. Okay. You know, I, I hear this. Uh, I've heard people say, well, what what are uh, they ask some of the these young folks? What are you going to do when you get in? What's the first thing on your agenda to get done? Uh, it's not a matter. This Beaumont City Council is the legislative body of the city. We deal with the overall goals and objectives of the city. We approve the budget. We submit to the city manager the desires of the people, not individuals, because on council, I can't bring anything to the table by myself. I have to have a second to bring it to the table. That's just for us to discuss uh, implementing it or uh, putting it into the budget or consideration as a program that we will uh, take up as a city. So it takes two people to get it to the table. Once it's on the table and we've discussed it, it takes four affirmative votes to pass. So if I can't get four votes, it won't pass. So we are strictly the legislative body. The actual running of the city is done by the city manager and his department heads. We approve those things that the city manager wants to do, not day-to-day -day operations, but the budgetary items and those items that will come into the form of request the funds for uh, uh, 
for future projects as well as future programs. So it's the administration and the city manager runs the city. The city council proposes resolutions and ordinances for the city uh, administration to abide by. Mr. Councilman, um, <clears throat> that's, that's, that's Go back to infrastructure. I'm going to leave it here. Just a little bit on here. Mm -hmm. uh, that, are there any federal grants uh, that can help with these infrastructure problems that we're having, in, not just in Ward 3, but in the city of Beaumont? Well, there, there are, but they're not like they used to be. If you recall, Tony, the south end of Beaumont at one time was all ditches and open ditches and streets. During the first part of my, my term, uh, at that time, I asked the city manager to look to the National League of Cities, to the programs that were being provided by community development block grants. Johnny Beatty was working in that department at one time. So we were able to get curb and gutters almost throughout the South End cement streets, concrete streets, curb and gutter throughout the South End as a result of community development block grants. Those are federal funds that we have to pay a small portion of the project cost uh, as payment and the federal government sub sub subsidizes the remainder of that project. So uh, those funds are not as readily available as they used to be. Um, so we have to look to other sources, but we have individuals in the city, that's what they do. They look for grants that we could be applicable, that could be applicable to Beaumont and we could qualify for, and we seek those grants. That's what uh, the city manager does. His staff, he has a staff member doing that for each department. Um. I have another question before we go to, um, I guess it's Francis or LaDonna going to ask the question, but this is not important. It's not part of our format, but I'm only going outside the box here and going to ask you a question here because mm -hmm. it has a lot to do with, with the city of Beaumont progress. Mm -hmm. And, and, and I know you, I know the answer before I ask this, but I want the people of Beaumont, the taxpayers of Beaumont to understand that uh, it, when you say it takes, more than one, it takes two to bring it to the board, to the council, and take four to pass. But I want to know behind the scene, and I remember you just said something behind the scene. I want to ask that question is that uh, will there be more African Americans or uh, people of color uh, that can be placed on the city committees and adversary boards uh, in, for the city of Beaumont? And if we, if we're lacking that. And also contracts minority contracts, women bids and contracts. Is that possible? Okay, I can I can answer that for you. Um, mm -hmm. At one time, I asked uh, that we have a minority business development program and that was set aside. The federal government, the court system that ruled that you no longer can have minority set aside. Uh, you can't discriminate either way. So uh, as far as uh, getting minority contractors involved. Uh, I can introduce them to the departments that's needed and they have to go through the bid process uh, like anyone else. Now, there are minority vendors 
but it's not based on race. It's based on minority status, whether it be female, disabled, or uh, by the race. But mm -hmm. we cannot discriminate simply by race. It They can be on a minority contractor's list, that, but they have to qualify as a minority contractor, but they will still have to go through the process. There are no set-asides for minorities. Um, so that's one thing. You talk about minorities on some of the boards and commissions in the city. Uh, yes, uh, each council member uh, normally appoints, have two appointments to the various boards. It depends on which board it is. But most of the boards and commissions in the city of Beaumont have uh, each council member appoints two, and sometimes the mayor has the ability to appoint four. So, uh, most of my appointments are long-term. They, uh, most of my appointments, majority of my appointments are people of color. Uh, not because I just chose people of color, mm -hmm. but I chose people that I know that will have an interest or they work in that particular area. And I know they're committed to it because uh, one of the things that can be done, they can, somebody can go and put somebody on a board or committee that look like you and me, but don't have the heart for the people that look like you and me. So just because of color, that doesn't that doesn't turn me. That's not what turns me on. So all those appointments are long term, or they are, are term limits. They're they're two years, not term. Years. Now don't get that not term limits, Tony. I'm, I'm sorry. They yeah, have two, limit. they, yeah. they're two year terms. Two year term. That's what I mean. Right, right, yeah. right. I'm sorry. Yes, you're right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right. That's what I want to know. And or I should just suggest something, uh, and making sure that we get minority uh, contractors notified that we put a, to say put a, put together a minority contractor directory, so that when everyone can be notified when there's an open bid. Uh, that's well. Let me ask you this, Tony. Let me ask you this. That's a need. That's a desire, but who's going to do it? They leave it to every, to somebody else to do. Who's going to put the list together? We as a community, we have to begin to do things for ourselves. We can't sit back and wait for other people to do things that we need to be doing ourselves. I'm. That's just my opinion. Mm -hmm. But I've seen it too long. Too many people talk about what we ought to do. But when it comes time to get it done, you look for help, you look for them, where are they? LaDonna, you know what I'm saying. You know, so we have to quit talking about doing things and we have to be, start being about doing things. Right now, we're in the midst of election. Everybody, everybody that's running has a need for a volunteer. I applaud all these young people for getting out there doing what they're doing. But they have to understand that they will see. I'm sure if you talk with some of those that young folks that have run before, you'll hear the same thing from the AJs and some of those. It's easy to talk. Even me. <laughs> and talk, even you. Yes. But when it comes time, to knock on doors when it comes time to work, when it comes time to even fill up the council chambers. 
if if there's an issue in the majority community that is of concern to them, you can't get in the council chambers. We wait until it's on our front step before we want to get involved. We got to get beyond that. Right no. now. Oh, I'm not going to even talk about it. Okay, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. <laughs> this is go ahead. Hey. That's what knowledge is part hey, hey. about. We here for you, baby. <laughs> hey, you know, we have to begin to think about what we do. In some of these races, what happens when we divide our votes? Go ahead. Go ahead. We just allow. Okay, I'm I'm sorry. Hey, I, go I, ahead. Ask your question. Speak it. Free your Speak mind, it. and your ass will follow. <laughs> That's our motto. So well, let us let us lean. Well, but you. True. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying uh, as I've gotten older I'm trying to calm down and I'm trying not to. Um, well, we just picked it up right where you left off because I've had several conversations and I say things and sometimes I'm like, you know, if you really mean Beaumont and you really want the best thing for Beaumont, then we should have came together. Even if we had to duke it out privately, when we put together a team, we should have ran one candidate in these races and we should have been unified on what we're doing because united we stand and divided we fall. And sometimes they don't want to hear what you're saying, but whether you're young or whether you old, it don't take a rocket scientist is to see that we, the numbers don't lie. I tell them this all the time. Women lie, men lie, but numbers don't lie. You cannot run all of these different candidates and tell me that you mean Beaumont. You don't mean what's best for Beaumont because you're not helping us, baby. You hurt us. Come on now. Preach. But we, we must continue to work together toward a common goal. And uh, I applaud this new movement is needed. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I've had internship programs throughout the years, interns at my law office. I've had interns at city hall. I've seen them, but the thing is many of them move on to other areas so that they can shine. And you know what? That's one of our questions. What What do you plan on doing to uh, improve youth engagement or keep some of those that talented youth group here in Beaumont? Like I know that you're War Three, but Beaumont overall, it, what should we be doing to kind of keep some of our local homegrown rising stars and shiners right here locally to better our community? Well, Adonna, that's gonna it, it comes back to us. I can do it. I've been doing it for the past 30 years. Uh, everybody out there won't see it, but there are probably 10, 15 folks that have come through Beaumont, come through my office. They know. Uh, but I can't be the only one doing that. That's what we as a whole, as a community, have to be doing, reaching to the young people and helping them along the way. You know, we're in the microwave, this this new millennial, and I'm I'm sorry, but I call it like I see it. Um, everything doesn't just pop up and happen after you put it in the microwave and press the button and it comes out five minutes later. You know, people talk about what we're not doing on city council. Right now, I'm I'm there are streets 
that I've been fighting to get redone, get in the program to be rehabilitated for over 10 years. But that's the process. And we have to be steady in pushing those forward because there's always others who are going to try to bump that project for their own project, such as a dog park. Uh, but, I meant to ask you about the dog park. How, where well, does the dog park fall on your list? <laughs> I have a dog. I have a dog. His park is in my backyard. If I want to walk him, I walk him on a lease around my street. But that's just me. I'm not knocking the dog park. But how can you talk about a dog park when you have sewer bubbling in a sewer pipe? Right. Or when you have water standing in a ditch for weeks at a time. Well, I just, and you can't flush the commode. Yes. So, yeah, so that's I, not a But see, all of this takes money. Money from a budget. Right. And if revenues are down in the budget and we're trying to maintain a balanced budget, which we have to do by law, and we have what we call a reserve and we have a general fund uh, balance. There are some that wants us to bring that fund balance down. And that's what we used when emergencies come out, come about like the hurricane or like the water issues of a reason, because I, one of the things I'm hoping is that we can get some relief for those folks who watch their money, those dollar bills just flowing down the streets, coming out of their busted pipes. This, this thing and some of them couldn't turn off their water. They had to call 311. And some of them had to wait for hours for 311 to come out there. I think we need to give some concession to those individuals that lost, had busted pipes and couldn't turn it off. But back to my point, we want to provide a level of services. We don't want to raise taxes and we don't want to cut employees. That means we have to plan and move these projects along in a systematic fashion until they reach the top. That's the way we've been doing. Uh, it's slow. Uh, you know, some folks say, well, what are y'all doing about uh, these pipes? We spent $25 million on our sanitary sewer system. $5 million just for pipes alone to bust the old pipes, get new pipes in. That's, that's the way we have to do. We only borrow when we have the, we, we borrow every year. Well, not every year. It's like every two or three years. But when we do borrow, that impacts our budget. So those are the things that a lot of people don't understand. This microwave, we just don't have a microwave. It takes time. Okay. I want to ask this question before we move forward. Um, I'm a little too far in the conversation. You just mentioned that. Um, wait, wait, wait. 
Francis, we can't we we we, we can can't you hear me you. now? Can yes, you hear me now? Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. I've been a, too far away from the mic, but um, I heard you mention that you've been working on some of the projects and initiatives for about 10 years. What can your constituents do to help you um, move forward in that process? They have take it upon themselves. Come to council meetings. No, 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 let me back up. Let me back up. First, I need three more. Right. Uh -huh. It takes four. It takes four. I need three more. Everybody gets four votes. They get to vote for the mayor. They get to vote for two city council members at large, and they get to vote for a district representative. That makes right. four. So it's the numbers. It's the numbers. And, All right. And I All right, will, people. It's four. That's the first <laughs> uh -huh. We need, we only have two. Gotcha. That are from this community that understands this community. And the two of us understand equal treatment is not equitable. Mm -hmm. Because Ward 3 and Ward 4 are the oldest areas of the city. We don't want to get the same amount of funds that they get in Ward 2. Because that's not equitable. Because mm -hmm. Ward 2 doesn't have the aging infrastructure that exists in Ward 3 and Ward 4. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They don't have to deal with the same things we have to deal with. But until there are four, until there are three more that believe like me. Uh-huh. The most of you had on council that believe like you was probably the max was two, right? So really much, 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 not too much you can do. Right. Uh, and I was just going to say, she said something about the 10 years and you were getting ready to say that people need to come to the city council meetings. But in my mind, I'm thinking even if we showed up to the city council meetings, because, you know, me and you, we did some stuff at the city council meeting. They still bypassed us. It don't matter if you don't have that for. You know right? why? You know why? <laughs> you. Oh, they're going to get mad for a while, but they get over it. You got to be consistent. You got to be committed. In sun, sunshine, and rain, make your demands. Mm -hmm. Change requires demands. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be with the numbers. Because I tell you, I can say, I know one, well, I'm not going to go there. Just look and, and you see who comes in your community. Who do you see consistently uh -huh. in your community? If 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 they care, you'll see them there. I'm there well, in the store. Well, you, well the are you going to see these people throughout the year? Or are you only going to see them when it's time to vote? Uh, some of them you won't even see. They don't even care to come out in time to vote anymore. Oh, no. <laughs> Lord, yeah, so you never see, yeah, I, you never see Bubba. Oh, no, I didn't say that, but I, never, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even see a sign. I'm trying, don't knowledge is power. I've never seen the campaign. Uh, LaDonna, do something with Tony, please. <laughs> <laughs> 
This is what it is. This is what it is. We speak what it is. It Ms. is Larkin, what it is. Ms. Larkin, yes. next question. Okay. <laughs> I'm asking this question, Mr. Councilman. What can the council do to promote growth in the city of Beaumont, for the city of Beaumont? Refocus on the future. Focus on the future and stay true to that commitment to move Beaumont to a better place. At one time, we did that. If you think back, I, I'm not talking, you know, I understand what people say that we don't need to do this things the same old way. I'm not talking about doing things the same old way, but there was a time that our city staff felt comfortable in trying to think proactive and looking at things in the future and saying, why not in Beaumont, Texas? Until we had someone come in to start throwing little flames here and there for us to put out these fires going on around us, you can't do that. You can't remain focused on that which is in front of us if we're continuously looking for the fires that's been spit out on the side of the road or looking in our rearview mirror wondering what's coming next. Yeah, he's a flamethrower. So, <laughs> if, but I, I, I do commend the new one of the new council members for I have seen him in my ward. I have seen him vote his conscience. Uh, well, I don't want there to be. I've seen council member Felshaw yeah. in ward three with problems that I, well, I shouldn't do that. I'm not, okay. That enough said. That, did that answer your question? Yeah, that, yes, sir. I think next so. question, Tony. <laughs> yes, next question. I'm gonna ask one question, and um, that is gonna be: uh, Do you sense a, a gentrification going on in War Three? A gentrification going on in War Three? Right. No, I don't. Uh, I don't. Uh, not yet. It's that's gonna come after the storm. Uh, we've had the storms of hurricanes. We had the storm of pandemics. Now we've had the storm of a winter storm. Uh, and we've had the storm on the national level that's been eradicated. And we're now moving in the right direction on the right path. Uh, I don't see gentrification. But, you know, one of the best examples I can give, I've watched what's happened in the south end of Beaumont. I've tried to fight against uh, uh, the encroachment and the total uh, suffocation of the life of the south end. Uh, the uh, the natural progression of growth from Exxon Mobil and the growth from the Port of Beaumont all converging in uh, suffocating the south part of Beaumont. Then you begin to see people move out of Beaumont, leaving vacant properties along with uh, airship properties, uh, no development on some of those. And um, much of the property is just blank lots. So I do see opportunities, uh, but we have to be awake. We have to wake up. 
And we can't keep doing the same old thing the same old way and expect a different result. We, got to, we, yeah. we got to come together. The, right. the Eastern Stars and the Masonic Order has to work with the Phi Beta Sigmas and the Kappa Alpha Psi's and the A5As and the uh, uh, National Church of AME, the Baptist Church, the uh, Holiness Church. We got to come together. We can no longer afford to be divided because of our our faith, uh, our, our our faiths, uh, because of our fraternities, because of our even our uh, our colors or our sexes. We have to come together and find the common thread for us all. What do we all want to do, and how we how can we make it happen? That's what we got to do. And I'm getting folks. messages. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm getting messages sorry. from the people, and they saying, "Tell Owen to speak his mind." The people want to know what he really thinks. Don't hold back, and don't <laughs> look. I'm like, look. While the show is coming to a close, I do want to say this. Um, do you have anything as far as your platform or as far as your experience and your years on the council that you just want the people to know? Like, if you had to make one final plea for yourself in voting for you what what would be the main thing you want the people to know because our listeners are listening and our followers are following and they email me they text me on the side and they like tell them go for it so this is go for it the people well, want to know well I, I tell anybody there are consequences to every action there are consequences to me getting up raising hell at a council me meeting because there are powers out there that can't take you out and they will take you out Mm -hmm. So don't think that that's on television. That's real. Uh, but I I have faith in in my God. I believe he put me here for a reason and he's put a hedge of protection that has protected me throughout the years. Uh, so I say, uh, but there's strength in numbers. You know, if somebody's out there on the front line, don't leave them out there by themselves. Mm -hmm. And anybody, I, I say to anybody, if there's anybody out there, you feel like I haven't responded to you in the manner that I should, I am done what I said I would do, or you thought I said I would do, I apologize. I'm not perfect. I have my own faults. All I can tell you is I'm committed to making Beaumont a better place for our children. This mm -hmm. is my home. I love Beaumont. I'm not going anywhere. This is where I will die and be buried. But I want to do everything I can to make Beaumont a better place for our families. And if I've said or done something to anybody, you let me know. Let's talk about it. Let's get beyond it. Uh, because I am more behind me than in front. And I'm far from perfect, but I will work with anybody to make Beaumont a better Beaumont. Mm. Well, this young man needs volunteers and all candidates needs volunteer, but we really need to volunteer and help our candidates of our choice. And I want to thank Arwin Samuel Kasman for Ward oh. 3. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. One more thing. Yeah. And I want to applaud all of these young folks that stepped out there. I applaud you. But y'all, please, please, you got to know it. You got to know some stuff. Study. If you want to get in, you gotta be. You gotta understand it. That's right. 
So right. get involved and be a student of it. Okay, that's enough. I agree. yeah, I agree with you with that. You know, um, of course, you know, you got to get involved, uh, get into a campaign, and, and get out of their arms and kind of watch what's going on instead of the law, instead of what goes on before you jump in the frying pan because they will eat your lunch up. Um, so with that and said, uh, in the last one thing you want to share with us for we uh, close, uh, I want to thank you so much for accepting thank you. our invitation. Thank you for uh, allowing me. Thank you. Councilman, Councilman Arwin Samuel, Ward 3, Beaumont um, Councilman, who's uh, running in the May election uh, of this year. And uh, of course, again, I'm going to remind you, um, they need volunteers. You young people out there, let's get out there and volunteer. Let's put a hand. Let's learn. Let's learn. To, Let's learn how how the game is played. Get out there and learn something, and uh, then you can be able to, to, to say, "Okay, now I know." If I hadn't run for office, I wouldn't know what it's like to run a campaign. So it, it, it it's you're never too old to learn. You're never too young to learn. So get out there, people, and um, and um, let's vote. And uh, one other thing I like to say before we close: FEMA is going to be sending me a link. Uh, of all the benefits that's going to be available as soon as it's available, you will find them on our Facebook podcast page. That's Nauseous Power Podcast Live on Facebook, which we have three. Uh, we have three pages: uh, a podcast page and a group page. So um, they will be on those pages. So you're going to link in and find out what benefits to help you with your pipes, or your, your 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 groceries that you lost for no no power things with that. And said, so ladies, my co host Francis Lockett and LaDonna Sherwood, we'll be back on Tuesday at eight o'clock right here on Power Knowledge is Power Podcast Live. How you like us now? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for watching Knowledge is Power Podcast Live. Be sure to like and subscribe to all Knowledge is Power social media pages. 